Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> now we're talking. Now it makes sense. Now everything I felt is coming to fruition really? in front of my very eye. Yes. What are you talking about? My jaw was all over the floor after decision day. Uh, kind of, kind of, but I also expected a few things. Ah, no. Now things are making sense. Now everything is falling into place. As it should. Or falling apart. Yes, falling <laughs> apart and falling into place. And I can finally go, okay, now it's not BS. Because it felt like BS to me after decision day. I was going, you're doing it for the cameras. Oh, That's you mean that everyone said, yes. I do? No, yeah, no spoiler alert there. Okay. We had four for four saying yes. I do. And I said, you do? That's not true. <laughs> and now. I mean, it was for a little bit. No, it was BS. It was BS, and let me say this because we say it almost every episode. We tell these couples, if they were to listen to us, say yes. Say yes and figure it out afterwards when the cameras are gone. So it's not wrong that they said yes because we encourage that. I just felt like they shouldn't be together, a lot of these couples, and now we're finding out that they're not. True, but also for some of them and specifically for Mark the Shark and Lindsay, it all depends because Lindsay's nuts. And I felt bad nuts. for Mark. But nuts. I hope no one with a nut allergy watched <laughs> this last episode, or at least if you did, you stopped before the last five minutes because yeah. that was certified nuts. Yeah, I felt bad for Mark, but they were the couple that Mark was hoping for some amazing change. And Lindsay... It depended on the day, on the good days. They all felt it. So I, mean, I think on decision day, they felt it. It yeah. was good. And then, was it two weeks later? A uh, month later? Seven days, however long it took to yeah. add a coat of paint to Mark's three-story apartment or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Mark should be happy. She said. Yes. Or she said she oh, left. Oh, Mark looks left. great. Mark looks like he. Oh, he didn't Mark just lose. Awesome. He didn't just lose 140 pounds. He lost 120 or however much Lindsay weighs. Who knows? And, but that's what he lost. And did you know that he has an MTS clothing company? Stop it. Yes. Wait. Mark did, the Shark. MTS. I know what MTS stands for. Where did you see this? Well, I went to his Instagram, but it's locked. Mm. But in his bio, it's a CEO at yes. MTS. Okay. And then CEO at something with a watch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. started but, two things, but MTS, 
It's basically whatever piece of plain clothing you can think of with a little shark on your boob. Did you look La- this up? It's Lacoste Ooh. with a shark. Oh, I love this. I love this for him. This is great. The guy. I can't believe you didn't see it. No. Ah, I we need to start you. doing Keep 90 talking. Day By The Way for Married at First Sight. Well, maybe I'll start doing <laughs> By The Way for Married at First Sight. That's great. Good for him. I think. I hope it takes off and I hope Lindsay is kicking herself for being such a nincompoop and ending up the way it did. But I mean, she's nuts. No, it's I actually Mark's decision. Regardless but. of who she was matched with, yeah. that would have been it. It's too bad he didn't create this clothing line before because he was promoting everyone else's brands. MTS 1983. It's, it's, uh, it's Lacoste meets Vineyard Vines and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a customer, but yeah, I'm definitely not going to be a customer. It's not our but vibe, but I feel like a lot of people It's his get vibe it. and Look it's definitely, it's like definitely the shark. a Boston. I don't see, I don't like the shark. It's, it's, there's too much detail on the shark. I like it. If you look at the Lacoste logo, it's very simple. Well, they simplified it. They're like it. shading that shark. Yeah, but it's all embroidered, which I like. Yeah, same with the Lacoste. Lacoste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is not like, oh, like a shitty, shitty graphic. Right, it's not ironed on. Yeah. That's great. It's no, an I think embroidered it's, shark. I think it's great. I think it's a shame that he wasn't able to promote it on TV because he was promoting that gym. He was promoting. Yeah. I see Teresa. It's Teresa coming soon. Showing. Yeah, twenty twenty summer two twenty. Two days ago, it's coming soon. Gonna be a shock of a summer. It says. MTS, it's got, oh, the clothing brand. It's got fifteen likes. That post. Oh. That's okay, you guys. Get, get there. out there, follow MTS underscore nineteen eighty three. A terrible handle for a clothing brand, but mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. needs our help. Get out there and, and support it because. I think he needs some. You know income. why he has nineteen eighty three? Because when you search when for he was MTS, born, I'm sure. Yes, but when you search for MTS, it exists. Oh, but it should have been Mark the Shark clothes or MTS clothing or, right? Why? Is I it, guess, right? Yeah. That just, that's like his, but, that's his AOL screen name from 93. <laughs> well, whatever it is, let's all support Mark. Let's all support Mark. He deserves our support. Yeah. Oh, oh, there is a shirt, a button down that looks, looks like something you would wear with boat shoes and that. The caption says, Summer of the Shark. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> How do you know? I saw the caption. You showed it to me. Oh, was it on the other yeah, shark the other too? One. That's okay. probably his tagline for the summer. summer. Summer of... It was the summer of shark. What's that? It was the summer of love. Oh. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. Guys, sure. if we're in rare form <laughs> today, it's because it's another Friday recording. It's another special Friday edition of the Married at First Sight podcast, because this week was wild and we couldn't fit it in. The reason why is because we did, I think, we did this awesome collaboration with the reality gays. We did. That's not actually why you're lying to our friends. What do you mean? We did an awesome collab with the reality gays. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. We did part one on their feed, part two on ours. We yes. talked about all things 90 Day, but primarily a recent 90 Day Diaries episode. So thank you to Maddie and Poodle. That was awesome. Woo-hoo. And hello if you're here because of that yeah, totally. collab. But that is not why we are delayed. Why are we delayed? Oh, we, we went, went to, a, to concert. a concert. See, it's this week is just yeah. a blur for me. Hey, you ho. You ho? 
Well, no, we went to the Lumineers. Oh. <laughs> hey, ho, or whatever that song is. Ho, you hey. Are, you are a ho. You're a ho for show. <laughs> you are a ho. Oh, I am a ho for show. You were a ho at that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why, that is why we are delayed. The show is on Wednesday night, so we couldn't the watch. The show was for hoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great show. It was a great show. Shout out to the Lumineers. Bo show. But that is why. It is delayed because we went on Wednesday night, so we couldn't watch. So then we had to watch the episode Thursday night. There was a whole thing. And here we are Friday night. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, it doesn't. Because, it does. I'm sorry for the delay, but well, it doesn't matter why we were delayed. The I, point is, I would have felt worse if we didn't drop anything yesterday. But again, we dropped the awesome yes. collaboration. So yes. we hope you guys enjoyed that. Ton of fun. And my cheeks are still red from that and also hurting from laughing so much. It was a great time. It was awesome. Okay, so let's do a little housekeeping. All right, we can't forget that. Make sure you're following us on social media, at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Okay, Mm -hmm. It's where we keep you up to date on everything, on the bonus episodes, where you guys message us, where we respond. We have nice little conversations with you guys, so keep that coming, at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the episode, the podcast, wherever you're listening, Look down right now, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Jasmina's and Mark the Shark's outfit. They both, what do you call it? Couple slammed? Stunners. Slammed? They both slammed? I don't know. What do you say in America? Um, you slam, no? They looked slamming? I don't know. No, like they looked hot. fire. They looked fresh. They looked. Fire. It looked fire. Yeah, smash it like it was as hot as those outfits. They were looking I good. I want a dress. I spent All right, send our friends on it because they came through for you last time. The green dress Jasmina was wearing. I wanted to wear it for a wedding. <laughs> if you guys aren't picking up on the pattern here, she wants a green dress because I think the last high dress neck, you asked neck, for was Sean's mm-hmm. from the tell-all, from the 90-day yeah. tell-all. And I found so many high neck dresses, but somehow Jasmina's was just really nice. But you guys came through, you slid into our DMs and yeah. sent us Sean's dress. So, it was like $600, yeah. so I kind of passed. Yeah, you kind of no, passed. No, you definitely passed. I kind of passed, yeah. Wait, you bought it? No. Oh, so you, <laughs> you crazy? So you definitely passed. $600? You passed. Yeah. Right? Okay. I okay. passed, but I was thinking about it. All right. So if you guys can find Jasmina's dress and share with us, if it's over like two hundred dollars, don't yeah. even bother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you can find it for one ninety nine or less, mm-hmm. Teresa and I are going to a wedding. She needs a dress, right? Yes. Okay. So say yes to the dress. Yes. All to right. The that's dress. that's Instagram at Married Reality Pod. That is you guys following the podcast. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the reviews. We need those reviews. If you leave a five star review, we'll read it on the main podcast. On Monday nights on the 90-day podcast, we will read it. If you want Teresa to read it, just write it in there. Say, I'd love Teresa to read this (laughs) review because she read her first one the other week and we're getting reviews on that review. We are? No. (laughs) But it was great. Thank you. It was great. So thank you guys in advance for leaving a review. We appreciate it. All right. All right. Let's start with my favorite segment. Outfits the segment. Oh, I didn't even take notes on this one. Well, they kind of made it a little easier because the couples who stayed together matched. Ooh. And think about it. You ready? I'm going to think about it, yeah. 
you guys all watched it, so this is not a spoiler, but... Well, just, you were just going to... Ah. What? Right. Oh, I you just like, want to talk... I like to keep a little tension. All right, so let's just talk about the outfits segment as we walk through the couples. Okay, I like to keep a little tension. Just for my own entertainment. To be honest, I forgot. At this point, who's stayed together really? and who's not? I'll, when I look at my notes, I'll find out and I'll be re-surprised or angry or upset. Someone has a short-term memory over Teresa, here. we're watching 457 shows. John asks me like once a month, like, when is your birthday? <laughs> Every single time he's to like fill out some paperwork or we're buying plane tickets, he's like, when is your birthday? Well, we both have March birthdays. I want to make sure, you know, I get it right. It's like, how old are you? How old are you? All right, I'm getting old, you're staying young, so that's all that matters. Let's start, we'll touch a little bit on the group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the top of the show. Kevin, the host, was there with the larger group, and we see everyone together. Like I said, Mark lost some weight. 40. Shout out to 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought it was because, and it still may be, because he doesn't like what Lindsay eats. So Lindsay and him, mm-hmm. they were probably getting sushi every night or doing some wild cuisine every night. And he's like, yeah, I'm just not going to. I'll eat the bread that comes with it. And that's probably how he shed the 40. Or he did eat the sushi and fish is healthier than, I don't know, a bowl of pasta. Let's be sure. honest. I mean, it's still got the rice, but, yeah, it's, but it's fine. It's I, a love su- I love sushi. It's a healthier option. I just discovered a new sushi spot. Uh, okay. You sure <laughs> sushi. It's called sushi. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to be pr- free promo. Yeah, for- I, for- I forgot what it's the full name. It's sushi something. <laughs> but so it's such an original name. It's great, and they have hot sake. Yeah, most most places do. Oh, they do. Yeah. You see, I haven't been to a sushi place. All in right. All. Here we go. Moving so, on. So Mark's looking good, and then the thing I noticed, and this is no spoiler. We all know Alyssa and Chris separated. That would have been amazing if it was like actually we reconnected. No. We reconnected. No. We, we reconnected off camera. Like and she she is the worst. I know, but that would have been amazing. But well, I, no. I just think it would have been no. surprising. Okay. No. Clearly we have No. Okay. All right. <laughs> but they sat them together on a love seat. Well, okay. And I was like, oh my lifetime. So I picked up on all that too, and that's why I thought Everyone is still together because everyone was kind of cozying up next to each other. But then I picked up on the outfits. Got it. That was the giveaway. The outfits were the giveaway because the couples who stayed together matched. Yeah. I just thought it was hilarious that they put Alyssa and Chris together on this love seat that was barely big enough for one of them. They could have had two chairs, right? They could have had two nice chairs yes, and they next have. to each other, but they made them sit on this tight on this tight love seat. If I was, was Chris, hilarious. I would be like, oh, hell no. Yeah, I would have been sitting on the arm of it. <laughs> I would be, I would no, be standing. I'm fine. I would be like, I was sitting all day I'm at good. work. I'm fine. <laughs> so Kevin goes around, asks if the process was different than they had expected it to be. And Lindsay pipes up. Okay. It was hard. I didn't know I'd have to take the reins so much. I was like Santa Claus over here taking the reins. I had three jobs. I didn't expect it. Wait, she said she has three jobs? Yeah, she was like, it was like I had three jobs. What? I know. I lost count after one. I mean, I think she has one main job and maybe taking care of cats is another job. No? Okay. So then taking care of Magdish Yak would mm -hmm. be the third job. So maybe we solved it. Because I think she has a decent job, at least from 
what we heard. Yeah, she, I think she works in the healthcare field in some But like healthcare capacity. sales, I think they make no, a like lot of money. No, it's like project manager. Yeah? I think so. I don't know. Well, I she's thought she was selling and, pills. No, she's taking pills, <laughs> I think. That's what I was saying. She's, she's selling them. Wink, wink. Oh. <laughs> Got it. No, no, no. no. She, I think she's some sort of project manager well, or was. Well, still healthcare, you can make a no, lot of cash. For sure. And so she says that, and once again, she's making it all about her and putting, oh, it, woe is me, so much work on me, right? It's all about her. Elijah Wan says he felt like, you know, I had life by the balls. I feel like I had life by the balls going into this. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who uses that term doesn't have life by the balls. Let's just say that. If you're using the term I have life by the balls, you don't have life by I've the balls. I've never heard it. Good. You're hanging out with a good crowd of people then. I mean, I'm only hanging out with you, just to be very honest. That's very true. But he says, I had life by the balls, but I got a wake up call real fast. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. I've seen a lot of things on social media about Elijah one, specifically mm. how he was acting throughout the show and how he was acting during this Tell all, whatever you want to call it, yeah, reunion, reunion, right? Yeah. Do you think that he watched himself on TV and thought, oh shit, I'm an asshole? Or watched himself on TV, thought, okay, well, this is me, but everyone thinks I'm an asshole. Let me show them otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give away all my thoughts ahead of their segment, but... I don't think someone can change that much. Let me just say that. Yeah. I think he saw how he was portrayed on television and thought to himself, okay, I have another shot now to portray myself differently. And that's what he did. We'll talk about it when we get to their segment. Yes. I don't think much actually changed other than the way he's presenting himself on TV now. True. But at least he didn't, he didn't approach it like elicited. Like, I honestly, if I could slap the TV oh. or slap someone through the TV, I would have slapped her. Can More I say? More so than Lindsay. I was going to say, I would, Alyssa didn't, at least she didn't say, you had the gift of Alyssa. I gave you the Alyssa magic. At least she didn't do that whole diatribe. No, no, no. But I think what she said was way worse. Let's get to it because Kevin turns to Alyssa and Chris and Alyssa launches into her defense of Asking to stay in the apartment. One more thing. Yes. Observation over here. Okay. I don't know if my contact lenses were just tired, but <laughs> yeah. was Alyssa, did Alyssa have a, a ton of sparkles on her face? She had a lot of everything all over. Right? Every, she was yeah. strangely sparkly, fake tan sparkly, yeah. Yeah. but not in a good way. Yes. I'm all for fake tan because I hate laying in the sun, but That's it unhealthy. has to look good. You need a good, a good spray tan. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always been the Alyssa defender on this podcast. And she's these, a hoe. For sure. In the sense that I said, oh, she's not a bad looking girl. Like I could see how people would find her attractive. This was not her best no. look. She was not putting her best foot forward, her best sparkly cowboy boot forward. No. But one look. more time, I cannot separate her very ugly behavior from her looks. Of so course. for me, she's just ugly the worst yeah like 
all together as like a one piece. She's yeah. a piece of ugly. Yeah. So her defense of why she was asking to go 50-50 on the apartment is because she thought they were still going to have to film and it would be easier for her to film. What would you film, Alyssa? Yeah. And that's it. She thinks this is just a TV show. Oh, well, I know I'm not married anymore, but I might still have to film. It's like, no, you're being filmed because you're on a TV show about a relationship. Without the relationship, there's no more TV show for mm -hmm. you. Did you so they also showed us a few clips that we've never seen before. And one of them was Alyssa lying to the ladies how everything was great. And she that was the day mm. after she bashed Chris on the side yes. of the tennis yes. court. And the next day she's like, Well, everything's going great. We played tennis yesterday. It was mm -hmm. like so much fun. What? And what pissed me off the most is that she probably knows how she's being portrayed on social media. Oh, yeah. And At she this point blames now. it on her mental health. Did that, she, I don't think she said mental health. She did. She oh, said really? her mental state. Okay. I know she said, like, I was spiraling or this and that. Yeah. And we can't diagnose. She could be dealing with mental health issues. For sure she could be. Yes, she could be. But what we saw was just her being just an being asshole, rude. being upset yes. because she didn't get what she wanted. Yes, for sure. Um, okay. And we'll talk about Alyssa and Chris more for sure. The last thing here really is we learned Stephen Lindsay had a little mm -hmm. beef this whole time. And it's interesting because we saw Lindsay and Elijah on have beef from the get-go, from the flights to the honeymoon, we know Alyssa and Lindsay had beef. So basically, Lindsay had beef with everyone. Yes, but now she's like bestie with Elijah one. Apparently, she was very close with Noi, which we didn't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So who knows what's going on behind the scenes? Well, the thing was, the, the issue that happened here was Steve knew Lindsay was kind of bad news from the beginning. So Steve told Noi, hey, don't tell Lindsay any of our secrets. But on the honeymoon, apparently, it seems like Noi told Lindsay that they had sex. Mm -hmm. Word spread, and it seems like Lindsay is the one who spread it. And so people are upset with Lindsay. If I was Steve, I would be upset with Noi. Mm -hmm. I just said, hey, don't share your yeah. secrets with Lindsay. You just shared a secret, but now we're mad at Lindsay for spreading the secret? Well, I would be so mad at you if you... Went behind my back and shared our secret. Yeah. But that but doesn't also, come up. But also, why is it a secret? You banged. You're married. It's, that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's completely okay. But it's again, a, it's, it's a, a silly it's, it's a made up secret. It's a silly secret. It's a silly secret. But it's your decision if you want to keep it to yourself. True. true. And the fact that noise spilled the secret, I would have more issue with that than Lindsay than going and mm -hmm. spilling the secret. I see. I can see Noi being someone who spills secrets. Oh, yeah. Like, I like Noi, but I would not trust her. Well, that's noisy, maybe. Mm, maybe that's I, where she gets that name, noisy. She mm -hmm. can't keep her lips closed. She's spilling her secrets. You know who I would trust? Mark the shack. I think he would oh, spill, too. Okay. I would trust Katina. I don't think Ooh. she would spill. Katina and Jasmina, I don't think they would spill. I think they can I would, keep secrets. I would trust Katina because I don't know that it's Stockholm Syndrome, but like we learned... In her past relationship, she couldn't cry. Her ex wouldn't allow her to cry, so she mm -hmm. wouldn't do it, right? She found ways around this. How? <laughs> she would, like, sneak off into yeah. her car, right? So she wouldn't show tears. So I think she is very 
committed to to giving the person what they want, right? If you don't want me to cry in front of you, I'm not going to cry in front of you. So if you don't want me to share your secret, I'm not going to share your secret. And that's why I don't necessarily buy Katina and Elijah's happiness because she's so committed to playing the part of making the other person look good or giving the other person what they want that I can't really trust what Katina is saying or how she's acting because we know that she's going to do what she needs to do to please the other person. True, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But also with with the cameras being gone, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes really. Is the same no. thing people don't know what's going on in their, our lives. We don't know what's going on in other people's lives unless they show us something when we're with them. You right. never know. No. We can we can see a couple that look Oh my gosh, these guys are so happy. They have everything. And maybe all they do behind the closed doors is fine. But I know what Katina tells us. And Katina has told us enough to make me think she's a pleaser. She's going to do for others before she does for herself. She's going to make sure Elijah Wan is happy before she makes sure she's happy. Even if it's... eh, No, I'm not saying like, okay, we'll go to dinner where you want to go to dinner. I'm saying... Real heavy, serious things. Well, it's because Lashabon doesn't know the word compromise. No. Because I think I am a people pleaser too, but I would not cross any lines. Like, I would want you to meet me halfway. Yeah. You not compromise you. I or do you, make you meet me halfway. You please in a healthy way. Yeah. Having to go to your car to cry is not a healthy compromise. No. Let's talk about Katina and Elijah, okay? Because that's who Kevin starts with. And Kevin, like me, probably like you and most of us listening here, thought there was no way this couple would work out. Because of Isaac. Because of Isaac. But Kevin goes, we found out you balance each other out perfectly. Mm, It's because Katina holds back. Yes. Uh, Yes. Katina will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to find that balance. There is no the other way. There is no Elijah want going, okay, what do you need for there to be balance? Mm-hmm. It's completely mm-hmm. one way. I realize how much I don't like that whole Isaac thing because, okay, do you have a dual personality issue? Because if you don't, then you're just making excuses for you banking mom and a daughter at the train station at the same time. Yeah, no, like it's, that a, was it's still a complete you, Elijah one. That was still you, unless you have a mental problem and it's a whole right, different animal. It's schizophrenia. Yeah, that's a then, whole different animal. And I right. don't think from what we've seen, no. I don't think he does. I think he was probably banging everything and anything that moved. And now he's trying to be better or he made it up. I think, I don't think, I don't know if he made it up. I do think it is an excuse. I think it's, oh, well, that's Isaac. Uh-huh. It's it's a way to distance yourself from your actions. I didn't do that. Isaac did. But it's not healthy. It's anyway, so bad. Any way you it's look so, at it. it. It's the same thing if you like put it into context. Like if me telling you like, yeah, before I met you, like I was banging Everyone, but that was Jessica. That was Jessica. <laughs> and when I met you, now I'm Teresa. Yeah. And I'm such a good girl. But Jessica, what a slut. Yeah. Like that 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 sounds ridiculous. Just me making this up. Yeah, it's okay to have a spectrum to your personality. Yeah. 
but it's still you. Absolutely. So to, to assign it to a different person is crazy. Like, I'm not going to go sing karaoke dead sober necessarily. I might. But I sure <laughs> as hell sure will after a couple of drinks and the right song is available, right? So that's not a different person. That's just one end of the spectrum of my personality. And it's okay. It's great that we have more serious and more fun mm -hmm. and more studious and more trashy, right? We have all of these mm -hmm. characteristics on yes. the spectrum of our personality. That's what makes us us. Yes. But to kind of bring something or someone back, when it comes to, let's say, Sriracha, right? I buy it because she turns into this personality, right? That's her. Yeah. She's not playing. She's not saying like, yeah, like Sriracha did this, but the other person but didn't she do would it. own it as her. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think she, and I don't know, but I don't know that she would say, oh, these are two different people. They're two different parts of my personality. Yes, yes. She would own that it's still at the core the same person. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to put out there before people start bashing us. But Elijah one, what he does is he blames the bad on Isaac right. and the right. good on Elijah one, right? And that's ridiculous. If he was basically approached it as Siracha in yeah. a way, that's a different story. Yeah, like there's, I don't go by Jonathan, but if I went by Jonathan at work and John at home, that's not, that's just a professional, that's mm -hmm. the professional part of me and, and the more casual part of me. It's not two different people. And so I kind of do that. Right, right. T, Teresa, whatever. So, yes, you could have like nicknames or two different names, but it's not two different people and you're not blaming yes. something or just saying, oh, uh, Elijah didn't do that. Isaac did. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah, that's yeah. not true. Enough is enough. I get it, dude. Yeah. You have a pass. We all have a pass, either bad or good. Who knows? But we don't blame it on our alternate egos. Yeah. Speaking of the past, I totally forgot that the cooking requirement was in his friends and family want you to know. I almost feel like they should have found him a strong-minded cook. Like yeah. A chef. Because like I completely who, forgot it was that important yeah, to him. Yeah. That was in that whatever you friends and family portion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we all have something, don't we? We sure do. <laughs> so, yes. What would be your thing? Let's say you do get married at first sight, which you will never because you have me. No. But what would be your one requirement that you could not just over overlook? Hmm. Just from the top of your head. Go. Live music. Okay. And maybe I say that because we just went to a concert, but I dated in my past and this person didn't like live music. <gasps> I Dare her. Yeah. And it's like, what? That's a, a huge part of she? my lifestyle. I mean, I'm glad she didn't. Yes. <laughs> but so that was kind of not fun. Well, fun. What's funny is that on our first date. Oh, I, yes. <laughs> John was like, so what kind of a music do you like? And for some reason, I hate being put on the spot without really thinking of things. Yeah. And I couldn't pick my favorite musician. So I was like. I don't really listen to music. Almost a deal breaker right there. That's so not true. I freaking love music live on, on Spotify. Any, and uh -huh. I actually love any kind of music. I can get into classical. I can get into rock, which I mean, shout out to Green Day. I can get into anything. But for some reason, the only thing that came out of my mouth was I don't, I don't, I don't listen to music. Yeah. 
I was like, what a what a weirdo. <laughs> Who is the serial killer? I can't believe you went on a second date with me I if that's can. a deal breaker that's how for hot you. you are, Teresa. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Especially seven, six, seven years ago. <laughs> that young bot. The good years. The good years. The Jessica. Uh, <laughs> so, so speaking of cooking, Katina goes, I want to make it clear. I do know how to cook. There was this one time I put the chicken in the air fryer. I got distracted. And when we went to eat it, it wasn't cooked well. And that's the one thing I did that made Elijah want to think I can't cook. Well, that's really bad, Katina. Uncooked chicken, girlfriend. That's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It happens to the best of us. I mean, not like that, but... Yeah. 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 It goes back to what I always say about first impressions. Yeah. If the first meal is inedible or almost kills you... Yeah, you're going to think, oh, maybe this person's not the best cook, but it doesn't excuse Elijah Wan's actions. Mm -hmm. He he wouldn't relent. He just kept going and going, you can't cook. I'm going to give you cooking lessons. It's like, He's how, the about, worst. how about just give her a second chance? Mm -hmm. right? You loved my first meal. I'm trying to think what it was. It was a pasta with meat sauce. Oh, was that when we tried to recreate Moroni Hot Pot? No, that was something I made for you in my kitchen and I brought it over. Oh, mm -hmm. loved it. Loved it. So, okay. Apparently, this is the big thing, right? Elijah Wan has done some self-reflecting and he's changed. He doesn't expect a home-cooked meal every night now. So, he changed quite a bit from what he was saying during the show or the process to now. And this is five months later, guys. Yes. How much... Did he change though? It's not like he's cooking now. He's not helping out. He's just said, well, if Katina won't cook, we'll order in. Or, or we'll go out. Or we'll go out. But that's what she wanted. She was used to going out. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's not like he's stepping up and going, all right, I'm going to cook for us tonight. He's no. still being just as lazy. I don't he's think not he putting any more effort in. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he can cook because... When they were talking about this whole thing, and I think it was with Dr. Viviana or maybe DP, they were like, what did you do before Katina since now you want right. a whole cook meal? He's like, right. yeah, I grabbed something on the way or I whipped something simple up. Like, I don't think he can cook. No, I don't think so either. But what kind of compromise is it or what does it say that Katina is not a good cook? So he's like, yeah, we'll go out to eat. We'll go to a restaurant. It's not, that's better for him. It's not some big concession he's making. Mm -hmm. Okay, when Katina doesn't cook, it's probably better when she doesn't cook because apparently, according to him, she's not a good cook. Mm -hmm. So I don't get how that's some big sacrifice that he makes that, I oh, she doesn't have to cook every night now. Yeah, you're probably happy she doesn't cook every night now because she's, according to you, she's not a good cook. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. So, all right, Kevin goes throughout the eight weeks. You doubted your wife a lot. Is there something you could say now to help reassure Katina? Oh, boy. Okay. Here, I rolled my eyes quite a bit, but, <laughs> but. So, let's just talk over what happened. He went down on my knee. Oh, yeah. And basically apologized for being an asshole mm -hmm. and gave her this big ring. Yes. But I didn't see any logo. This was not, I don't think this was a shameless James Allen promotion. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. he may have purchased this with his own money. It did look like a huge ring. Mm -hmm. My issue with it 
is he had to make this huge spectacle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of it. Everything was a show. Yes. Everything he said seemed rehearsed. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like it was coming from the heart. It was this big act. Mm-hmm. And that's why I go, mm, show me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Let me see what you actually changed. Because all I heard was you guys go out to eat five nights a week now. Is that it? And he kind of apologized, kind of. And he kind of apologized. But other than that, it was this big show. It was this big scripted thing so that he looks good because he realized how he looked before. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I really don't buy it. I don't either. And that's all I was kind of saying here on my little notepad that I don't buy it at all. Uh, he's a hoe for a show. <laughs> But Katina's loving it. She's crying. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's, it's so big. And Elijah one is crying. And then they said, I love you for the first time, which I was like, come on. A ring and then I love you for the first time on a television. Yeah, this was a made for TV moment. It, it was. No spoiler. It was. No spoiler here. They're still together. Right. They said they love each other. There's a ring. And that brings me to outfits the segment. Oh, okay. Katina red dress and Elijah one had the red napkin on his Ooh. boob. What do you call that boob napkin? <laughs> handkerchief. What do you call it? A handkerchief. But a boob, hanker what? Handkerchief. Handkerchief? I think it's a handkerchief. Yeah, you but uh, a really nice one for but our wedding. boob napkin coming to all the maternity <laughs> stores in the southeast area. Boob napkin for those leaky nipples. No, it's, it's coming to men's warehouse. Yes, boob napkins. The boob napkins. Maybe we could do a mock the shock boob napkin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they're still together. And then we get this never before seen clip about Elijah Wan wanting his nightly relaxation. Did you, did you see that? I kind them? of picked up on it, but not really. But before we move on, when they were like, I love you. I love you too. You're my best friend. No, no. You were my best yeah. friend. Like, what? Yeah, what changed? It's not. What? It's what? Just him asking to go out to dinner or to not have you cook. That's all it took. And now you guys are in love and best friends and everything is great. One Taco Tuesday at a Mexican restaurant. One Taco Tuesday. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this this never before seen clip about the relaxation. That seems yeah, very didn't sexual. I fully pick up on it. It seems very sexual. And. Uh, I didn't think that they banged during the process. No. I think they banged after decision day because that's what they said. They did, yeah. but this was never before seen footage yeah. of the process. And maybe so, they were flirting. A little but hand release, maybe. Ew. Why? Well, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, it's the way you said it. Hand release? Mm-hmm. You said boob napkin, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the, an actual boob napkin that fancy people yeah, You wear. could use the boob napkin to clean up the hand release. If you need. <laughs> anyway, cut to the one month anniversary dinner, the dating app debacle. And Kevin asks Elijah Juan if he feels like he overreacted. He says he did. He says mm-hmm. it was wrong to bring it up the way he did in front of everyone. But Katina goes, I'm not I'm not worried. I don't think something like that could ever happen again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and, Katina. And Elijah was like, but look at Katina. Oh. She's sitting here smiling with the rock on her fingers. She's manifesting it. Ah. <laughs> he he loves Darcy it. and Stacey. I'm like, come on. Manifesting. You said sitting here with the rock on her finger, just manifesting. Right. 
And that's the wrong show, dude. That's that's him patting himself on the back. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at that ring that I gave mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Look at that big ring I gave her. He they need to go one state over to manifest. They're in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta go to Connecticut. It's the <laughs> yes. home of the manifestation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, manifest destiny. Um so then Kevin asks, where do you see yourself in five years? Katina says, a child. A dog. A ch- and Elijah's like, oh, yeah, house with a white picket fence, dog, Ah, uh, The fence. The fence. The mm-hmm. white picket fence. You, that's, a, that's an American trope. Maybe you don't, aren't familiar with that. So you, you want a house with a white fence? But it's like the pretty fence that doesn't do anything. It's not going to keep anything out or in. It's Ooh. just two slats of wood. It's pretty. It's an aesthetic. Okay. okay. I want okay. like a metal fence with spikes and a dog. And a yeah, spike. I want an electric fence. <laughs> and I want Alcatraz. Give me some security. Yeah, but I kind of get it. Like I want to probably, I want a child or two, uh, a couple of San Bernards, probably a pool. Okay. A seal if you're on, possible. You're on their same page. <laughs> uh, and then we just learned that Elijah once sold his home. That I was surprised because... He seemed to be so proud of it. And yeah, I get it. You buy a house, you pay it off. You should be proud of it. But he talked about it a lot. Well, there was the ghost of Isaac's past was in that house. So they're in an apartment now. And here's what I'll say. It was a nice house in the Boston area. The structure, not the decor. The The actual house, the bones, the the structure. Yes, the structure. It was few hundred to several hundred thousand dollars. We know Boston real estate. Mm-hmm. And if he sold in this market, he made money. And that's why that was not a sponsored James Allen ring. Maybe. He probably really threw mm-hmm. down some cold dark yeah. cash. He probably like, made some mm-hmm. money on that house. Outside of Boston, it's like, shit, you have to share with two sheeps and one goat. $700,000. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So I think Out of he, control. I think he probably made some good money mm-hmm. on that sale. So good for them. Good for them. I mean, not good for them. I don't think they're going to last, but. I think they will. I actually no, think I they will last. Market. Teresa thinks they will. Forever? I do. You think yeah. they're mm-hmm. forever? Mm-hmm. Like forever, ever? Yeah, because, forever? because of Katina's personality. She's going to overlook certain things and they will live happily ever after. Now, you have to remember, this is still a show for them, right? There's, they still, Elijah on knows there's still a reunion. And there's still a reunion part two. So he needs to look good. And he needs Yeah, but but I don't think he went into this to look good. Okay. We'll see. We'll see on the where are they now or whatever it is that happens after the reunions. Really? We have like 14 more episodes this season, Ooh. Teresa. <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry. All right. Let's talk about Chris and Alyssa. My favorite couple. I can't believe. And it's too soon. But I can't believe they're there. I can't believe they are once again sitting on the love sofa. The love sofa. But before they start, Alyssa has something she wants to say. Ah, and this like pissed me off. She's such a moron. I'm a good person. Okay, I'm a good person. I came here with the purest intentions. I wanted to find my person. And when it didn't work out, I panicked. I didn't handle myself how I would have liked. But looking back, I'm grateful for what I learned. And I want everyone to know... I came into this for the right reasons, and if my mic wasn't on the first time, I'm a good person. Well, I 
one thing I could maybe believe is that she came into this to find a husband because I don't think anyone else wants her. Right. She needed this process yes. more than anyone. So I believe that she wanted to <laughs> meet someone who she can stay married to. What she didn't do well was she came into this process with a closed mind. But with so it closed very quickly. It, cl- well, it, it took the length of her walking down the aisle for her mind to close. Yes. And I'm sure you tell the experts what you kind of expect, but you should go into this thinking, okay, maybe he or she are not going to be look-wise exactly what I would maybe hit on at the bar, but I want wanted someone who is successful. I wanted someone yeah. who can take care of me or who can take care of our future kids. I wanted someone who's nice, good personalities. And I think Chris had all that. I don't I don't even think he's bad looking or anything. No. And, but for her, this one little thing, just she was like, um, no. No, well, that's not what I asked for. And says, then she became a total asshole. She says, When I learned things about him, I felt like we weren't compatible. No shared hobbies. No shared core values or core beliefs. And basically, she's talking about his groomsman who told her, yeah, well, what did they say something about Chris well, correcting people? Well, he he posted one Instagram meme and mentioned disc golf like twice and Alyssa was out. I think that's what it was. I, <laughs> I do think they probably have different political beliefs. Oh, for sure. Which has got to be tough, tough yeah. these days. Yeah. It's so, you know, it's so toxic now. It is hard. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that. But she didn't get the chance to discuss it. She saw one thing and then was like, I'm "I'm out. It's like, whoa, have a conversation. I think the one thing she saw was Chris and then she was out. But she she played it cool. But then the friend said that Chris likes to make, like, correct people. (gasps) (gasps) <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh! He's and Alice was like, like, "That's my job." That's that's it. I can't stand him. He's the worst. Yeah, that's what that was it. Yeah, no. Aside was, of the there looks, was yeah, no effort. No, given. Her absolutely mind, not. Her mind was made up, and then she found things to support her decision. And then she said, "What I heard from his groomsman was not good. That's why my brain wasn't right." Yeah. That's what bad. does that even mean, Alyssa? Yeah, if Bradley Cooper had walked down that aisle mm-hmm. and the friends said everything they said about Chris, about Bradley, if he posted the same things, she would mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she would be sharing a bed yeah. in, during the honeymoon. And then she said that whatever the groomsmen said was horrible. She's like, it was just horrible. It was a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. Dude, they don't say anything bad. No. <laughs> I wonder how the friends feel, though. Because she is putting a lot on mm-hmm. what they said. I wonder if they feel bad or they're probably just like, we saved you, bro. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we didn't say that. You know what I appreciate about Chris? That he has all the rights to get maybe a little nasty with her. Oh, yeah. To get upset. But he's so calm. And the way he talks about everything she did with this, what do you, how do you say it? There is a word for it. But basically, he's above it, right? Mm-hmm. He's above it. It's I love it because that really puts her in her place in a way. I don't know well, if she makes picked her up look on it. Immature. Well, even more than she already looks. Yeah. Because Chris said that he understands that people might not match, that people might not get attracted to, to each other. He understands that, right? That's part of, that's the risk you take. Mm-hmm. But the way 
like she like how nasty she was all the lies that was just horrible and calling him a used car salesman that sells houses (laughs) like that's nasty for for no reason that's that's my point so he chris goes i didn't even know about a lot of the things Alyssa Mm -hmm. was saying until the show aired and and that used car salesman that sells houses was one of those comments Mm -hmm. and he says if i'd known this stuff oh i would have been done yeah a lot which is good he has some self-respect of course and i love it and but all those throwback to the scene after they played tennis oh my it was so so nasty but we loved it like oh my gosh we i selfishly i wanted more i selfishly i wanted chris to have to suffer through eight weeks Mm -hmm, of Alyssa mm -hmm. because then we would have got to enjoy the eight weeks oh yeah but this was peak Alyssa. yeah when when she's they're on the honeymoon they just played tennis Mm -hmm. or whatever and she's freaking out production's asking do you want to speak to an expert? Oh my gosh. Maybe they can help. No, I, I hate those people. They did this to me. They did this. What? She's like, I'm mad at them. I hate them. What? Ridiculous. And remember when they were kind of put her on the side talking to her and Chris was just like looking around and she was like, <laughs> look at him. Look, look at, at him. Look at, looking at, looking at the hands. sky. Like you're using his hands. You're using his hands. <laughs> what a moron. And, after all this, Alyssa goes like, well, I wasn't mentally aware of what I was saying. Yeah. I don't buy it. No. I, I was, don't I was buy spiraling. It. I couldn't contain it. It was so good, though. I was so glad that Chris could be so perceptive because mm-hmm. he goes, I noticed Alyssa changing. She was changing the words she used. She started saying experience instead of process. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, oh. She's just here for the experience, mm-hmm. the activities, the experience of being on TV, the experience of hanging out with the girls. She's done with the process. And so that was so perceptive of him. Mm-hmm. And that's all he needed to know, really. Forget the used car salesman or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all he needed to know. Oh, for sure. That she was here for the wrong reasons. And then he's like, I'm out. And he eventually picked up on it. And he was trying. He was being nice to her. And she always... Walked to him and it's like, he's so nasty. He's the worst. Like, uh, uh, you see what he's doing to me? Yeah. It's like, what, what is he doing to Alyssa? Yeah. Trying. Actually trying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a little quickly back to the experts. First, she told the camera crew, the experts should have been here. They should have been here to help me. And they said, so do you want to call them? No, I don't. I hate them. Exactly. Exactly. What? You know why I'm kind of going to say, and this might be, I don't know exactly if she has any mental issues or not, but I'm going to say no, because if she did, I don't think if they evaluated her or anything, they would have actually aired this. I don't think they would put, if she had real issues and maybe her mom would step in or anyone, I don't think they would put her through the pain to even bringing her back to this. Yeah, I don't want to diagnose that, her. I don't know, me don't either, know. but I'm saying that if that was something serious, as she's like, oh, I, I was in a, I was not in the right mental state. Um, I don't think they would bring her back because that would be fucked up. I do see how you could go a little crazy, and I'm using that word superfluously, but long hours. She's an asshole. Long hours filming, cameras on you, mic'd, lights. I get the pressure. I get it could 
accentuate some of your bad characteristics. So I get where she could say like, oh, I was mentally drained or whatever. But no, it's not going to make you come down with mm-hmm. a mental illness. No. And when she was talking to the, the producers on the side, someone filmed it from far away. I don't yeah. even think she fully knew she was being filmed. So that's that's why she didn't have a reason to really play nice. I don't think she was fully aware that she was being filmed or recorded. And she got real nasty. You never seen her this nasty when she knew she was being filmed. That's a good point. Yeah, she was pretty She on only got nasty when she thought she's talking to the producers. Yeah. yeah. So at the end, we learn Chris is dating now. Good for him. And yeah, I think uh, any any girl he finds will be a step up mm-hmm. from Alyssa. Yeah. At anyone. All right, before we move on, let's take a quick break. We will come back with the last three couples and the end is going to get wild. I'm mm-hmm. going to get a drink, Therese. I don't know if you need a You yeah, probably, you always, you could always use a new drink. All right, we'll take a quick break, grab drinks, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You want to cheers to sure. Friday? Cheers. Nasravi. Nasravi. Look at that. The bottles are back. Uh-huh. We don't have cans. No more cans. We don't have to say cans. 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 Eh, we'll bring them back. I, I like wish we had the cans. cans. I wish we had the cans. I feel did safer. You buy, did you buy these beers? I picked them up the other you day. You did? When? Yeah. Because Sprouts is out of everything. I had to get... They're out of your... They're out of your rosé. They're out of my rooster wine. They're out of Miller Lite. Ah! So I had to get these... Uh, these beers, these Michelob Ultras. They better restock on my rosé. Mm-hmm. All day. Okay. Let's talk about, ooh, Heartbreak Hotel, Jasmina and Michael. So this one was... This one was... Surprising, but not. But not at all. You know why it was surprising? Gonna, um, because of the way they behaved. Because of the way they mm-hmm. behaved, yeah. If you had just looked, if you saw a photo or a boomerang, a gif... Of these two, you would say, we should all be so happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at these lovebirds. And again, you look at their outfits. And I didn't even do outfits this segment for Chris and Alyssa. Because yep. Alyssa looked just ridiculous. And yep. we know they're not together. But Jasmina and Michael did not match. Jasmina was wearing mm. this awesome green dress that I want. Yeah. And Michael was wearing suit and a pink tie. Did yeah. not match. No matching. No. Did not match. But no matching they, boob napkins. But they were... They looked good. They were. They, they did. looked, and I don't know. I wasn't paying close attention if they were touching, but they were. They looked comfortable with each other. She was sitting very close, like very touching. Close. Yeah. If I wasn't with someone, I had to share a love seat. I would try to sit as far. Well, as they're I best could. friends. We know they're best friends. Yeah, sure. Right? So, all right. Kevin starts in on the communication struggle. Right. That was the storyline. This whole season mm-hmm. was their communication. And we're reminded once again how much Jasmina hates a tone. Mm-hmm. She hates a ring tone, muscle tone, <laughs> hates a tone, can't stand a tone, any tone, right? And we get a little insight into the poor communication that happened that first month. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole thing, this whole issue was because Jasmina called Michael aggressive. Yes. And he got upset because he doesn't think he was but what she was saying is that 
not aggressive being by being physical. You can be verbally aggressive, not even cursing. Right. Just the way you speak, which uh, I understand. Dare, dare I say tone? Yes. <laughs> dare I say tone? Yeah. And I get it. She could feel like Michael was being aggressive and her just use that word, just throw it out, not thinking about it. But for him, it struck a chord. Mm-hmm. It really and affected him. And apparently, and this is something at least I didn't know, they could not stand each other the first month. They barely talked. So that's the thing. And that's what really shed some light on this couple is because Michael was so offended by that use of the word, he just shut down. And he basically stopped talking mm-hmm. to Jasmina because he didn't want to appear aggressive or he didn't want her to use that term again. And so he just stopped talking. They stopped communicating. And so we heard throughout the season, oh, the first month was really tough. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a big setback that first month. I don't think we realized how big of an issue mm-hmm. that first month truly was. It was a big issue. But right now you see them laughing about it and everything. And that's why I was like, they might they might still be together. Yeah. Because they oh, yeah. seemed very close, very friendly. But... They didn't have, yeah, they didn't have really any communication or any breakthrough until that blindfold exercise. Yes, and apparently that was the bomb. That and was. And just Mina would recommend it to everyone. Yeah, and I want to go back and see exactly what it was. I forget what they did. They blindfolded just each blind- other and asked questions. And then ask serious questions. See, like, that shows. Vul- vul- you got it. Vulnerable. It's, it's not the alcohol, folks. It is that European tongue. Sometimes the English language just punches me in the face. Vulnerable. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I love how much you must love me because I'm sure it was very painful for your ears. It's a little bit of a struggle, but I'm used to it by now. Vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not like a band-aid. The faster you do it. No, you said. Vulnerable. 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 You're making yourself very vulnerable. It's right like now. someone stuffed a potato I know, I in just, my the mouth. The tongue just starts to barrel roll in your mouth. It's like telling you the town I'm from. I cannot. Yeah, don't say it. Don't say it, Teresa. No, let's, let's not even get into that. <laughs> you think your like our listeners are gonna track you down and oh, no. they're not even gonna know how to spell it? No, Bretzlov. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Spit all over the mic. Well, I just don't didn't want to put you on the spot oh, because I'm not you gonna, cannot. Teresa, I'm not even going to try. Try. I can barely say Prague. Try. Can you say it one more time? Brzezlav. Brzezlav. It's better than my vulnerable. Uh, much better. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, the whole thing with the blindfolding, I wonder, everyone assumes Jasmina is not attracted to Michael. I wonder if it took that blindfold to get that breakthrough because she didn't have to look at him. Well, Okay. Kevin asks the question. We find out they are not together. It took them seven weeks. Wow. And no, I was, no. 12 days. 12 days after D-Day. I was pretty shook. Michael broke it off. Yeah. But just Mina said that apparently she did feel some attraction towards Michael. Yeah. I don't know if I buy it. I think yeah. she's trying to be nice maybe. Yeah. Apparently what happened after D-Day, they had a nasty fight. They only seen each other once or something like that. And then Michael broke it off. So, okay. A couple things. I think the editing fooled us. I think the editing fooled us because they could have shown us how bad it really was. And they didn't. Mm -hmm. They left us guessing. 
because I never thought it was that bad. Yeah. I thought, oh, they're struggling like they always struggled in that first month. No, they they could have showed us that it was really tumultuous. They didn't. So I put a little bit of that on the editing. But yeah, they they're not together. Michael says they're not together. And what he actually said was 12 days after decision day, I called Jasmina and told her it wasn't working. And the fact that he had to call mm-hmm. her to say it wasn't working. Teresa, it's because they weren't living together. Well, and I that. told you that was a bad move, though. You defended the living separately. And I said it's a bad move. Because it's a step backwards. The only reason why I defended it because they were friends. They would live together as roommates. And again, they both have roommates. So it would mean that one of them, well, both of them would need to give up their apartments, moving together for 12 days, sign a lease no, for 12 but, days. And, and I don't know that they it should would not be wor- together. I'm telling you, it would not work. If, I, they, if they lived together, it would not work. It was I'm a step you. backwards. I don't know that it would have worked. And sure, they could have been delaying the inevitable, but they would have communicated because what we learn is they really didn't hang out, right? Jasmina said she put it, she felt like she was the one putting the work in. She texted him every day. He planned one night to go to her house. And so if they were living together, they would have been forced to communicate for or better not. or worse. He goes to the gym at freaking 4 a.m. He comes home at 8. He goes to bed. They would not even see each other because if he didn't feel it and she didn't feel it, he would not make the effort. I'm telling you. Yeah. And then it would. they would both end up kind of screwed because... Again, one of them would have to let the place go, if not both, because yeah. they both had the roommates. I don't think you can another roommate living in one room when you're not even close, when you're trying to figure it out. I almost feel like that would have been such a bad idea. Eh, such a bad idea. I'm not a psychic. Neither was that woman in that Vermont retreat, though. But I think them living together would have... no. For better or worse, prolonged, <laughs> prolonged Maybe time by together. like 10 days. I don't know. Yeah. So just, I'm going to put it in a context for you, right? You're dating someone. You're dating, you're dating for a little bit. It's not working. You're not attracted to her. She's not what you are looking for. Yeah. It's, it's not working, but you've been dating so much. Uh, you really want to make it work. Would you say, hey, let's just move in together and see if we can stand each other like all the time. You would never do that. You would, maybe if you wanted to keep making it work, you would probably try working on it. Eventually it would not work because if you don't feel it at the beginning, I don't think it will turn into something else. But here's the thing. Living together is not going to solve the issue if you are not there. Their issue was the first month. Jasmine even says, never had that spark because I was so turned off by Michael that first month. But they came around in that second month It got better. They were feeling like they were in a better place. Sure, it wasn't romantic. Sure, it wasn't very physical, but it was getting better. And so by living apart, you're going backwards. You're going back to that first month and beyond. You're going back to it before you even knew each other. No, you, okay. Yes, you should be married to your best friend. That's the idea. And if you are, you're lucky, right? 
you cannot just be married to someone you feel like he's a friend or she's a friend, but there is nothing beyond that. You cannot be married to someone that you're not attracted to. You don't no, have you anything. To- I agree, but I don't think that's the case here. Because Kevin asked Jasmina, were you ever attracted to Michael? And she says, yes. Once I saw his real personality, I was. And so I'm saying that first month wasn't the real personality. By month two, she saw the real personality. She was attracted to him. Her issue was Michael never said he was attracted to her. However, she kept telling the cameras that she's attracted to him. I don't even she trust said it the on editing. The decision day. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't think she, she ever, said there is. She said there is still she said nothing. Maybe there's no spark. There's yeah. no. But I think she was attracted to him. I don't think she would lie at this point. They're not together. But she said, "I was once I saw the real Michael. I was." He never showered me with compliments. He never told me, "Oh, you look good. You look pretty, right?" And Michael goes, "Oh, you can't romance someone that doesn't want to be romanced." But Jasmina, I think, was saying the door was open. You, you had you had to. Get your foot in it. I opened the door for you. You never put your foot in there. I th- I think living separately was the nail in the coffin. No, I think the door was locked, but like the shitty lock that you can pick. Michael yeah. just didn't try. <laughs> he did not try. But he did no, not put his fingers. If they to work. moved in together, they would last maybe three days. I'm telling you. <sighs> we'll never know. We'll never know, but they did the smart thing because if they did move in together, I almost feel like they would get out of this relationship sooner or later hating each other because they would be on top of each other realizing that it's not working. Maybe. It's sad. I'm telling you that, no. It's sad. I I don't know that they're right for each other, but Michael seems like a good guy. Jasmina seems like a good girl. They... They the only surprise, are attracted to each other according to their own words. Well, the only surprise here for me was that Michael was the one who called it off. I know. Because I thought because I that she, I he think would she, hang I and think wait she was for giving her. It, I think she was hopeful. I really think she was hopeful. You don't think she was attracted to him. You think she was over it. I think she was optimistic. I think she thought, oh, I'm seeing the real Michael now. And maybe if things keep progressing in a positive way, we can make it work. For some reason, they got into a big argument and he couldn't deal with it and he ended it. I never said she was over it. I said she wasn't attracted to him because that's what she said. It's not what she said. But in my notes, I have that once he showed his real self, she was attracted to him. Yes, that's what she said today or yesterday. That's not what she said during the whole show all the way up to the decision day. She called (sighs) her sister or her friend before decision day, the day before and said... Yeah, he's so nice. We're friendly. That's everything seems to be fine. But I'm not attracted to him. Why would you say it? Why wouldn't you just say the truth? Why wouldn't you say that? Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm seeing some sparks. I'm seeing some light saying, at the end of the tunnel. But those are two things. But listen to what you're saying, and maybe that's the confusing part. She might be attracted to him physically, which is what a lot of people are discussing. Is she? Is she not? She might be attracted to him. But there's still no spark. You could find someone attractive and there's not a spark there, right? Most people, you see them on the street. Oh, yeah, they're, they're good looking. Really? There's no, there's no spark there. You see, I'm too ignorant for that. <laughs> I don't look at people. You just have eyes for one man. Theresa. Very true. But also, like, like when I'm at the grocery store or something, I'm just You don't go, to- oh, that person's attractive? Unless they're handing me the piece of chicken I'm buying. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you could go, oh, that person's attractive, right? But I don't, I don't necessarily look at people. I, I know it's bad for me to say, but... 
I'm always no, thinking of things. No, it's good. You keep your eyes off other people. <laughs> they would have to be someone interacting with me directly that would be like, whoa, like this person's attractive. Right. Otherwise, if you walk past me, I'm not going to pick up on it. Well, Michael and Jasmine were interacting with, with each other. True. She said he was attractive. I'm with you. I don't think there was a spark. I don't think there's a romantic spark. I just think it could have, it could have eventually been, been built. You know why I don't think, and I don't want to keep going over and over, but Kevin said it too. She friend zoned him yeah. very early on. Yeah. And I don't think you can really get past that. Yeah. All right. Well, they're done. Michael is being a little coy when asked if he's dating. He no, says, I think he's dating. Uh, he said someone caught his yeah. eye. He and said that's someone fine. caught his eye. Date, date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and what I feel like with all of these couples and people who go on TV, if you're not really, really happy, it's got to be tough to stay together because you're kind of a little bit of a celebrity now. You've been on TV. People are probably sliding into your DMs left and mm-hmm. right. You have so much possibility, so many opportunities that in Michael and Jasmine's case, if there are issues, if there's no spark, if you're not really that into each other, you've probably got a thousand people in your DMs that you want to go entertain the possibility with. True. So why not break up now that you you never had this before you went on TV? So I know you didn't go on TV for it, but it's a little, it's a consolation prize. True. So they went their separate ways. I think they're going to have, even though the psychic said you guys aren't going to find someone, Michael, for like five years, Jasmine, mm-hmm. you'll find someone next weekend or whatever she said. They've got people in their DMs. They're, oh, they're, for sure. They're good to go. All right. All right. Next is Noah and Steve. Yes. No surprises here. As you can see the matching outfit. I didn't see. I didn't pick up on this, but this she is why you're the queen peach, of outfits the segment. Beach dress. Okay. Which I liked with little cutouts. All right. I like it. I'm right. I'm looking at a few with little cutouts on the oh sides. Boy. All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. As long as I start stop eating all the all the candy and stuff. No, uh-huh. I'm kidding. I don't eat candy. <laughs> I eat nachos, guys. Nachos. Okay. And Steve was wearing a suit with yes. a peach tie. Oh, there you go. Not a boob napkin, a peach all tie. All right. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So a little walk down memory lane. Steve says, if I could go back, I'd probably try and be a bit more reassuring. Mm-hmm. But then we learned Steve was actually the first one to say, I love you. Because Noise said, I think I'm falling in love it's with you. It's semantics, right? It's nuance. Noise said this hour 43, mm-hmm. I think. But Steve was the first one to rearrange the mm-hmm. words that Noise said and put it into, I love you. Guess what, guys? We don't know who said it first because we were so drunk that we were just happy we Us. remember we said it. Yeah. Us, yes. I'm I'm still curious who said it first. Yeah, we said it at the same time. I'm pretty sure. I think maybe I said it first. Yeah, you probably did. I think I did. Because yeah. I, I remember it was on my mind for a while and I was waiting for you. And then we just got so hammered that it just came out. It's ba- <laughs> Honestly, I love that we don't know. Because the only... We seriously don't know, guys. The only thing we know is that we both said it that night. We know that for certain. I double checked. I remember. I woke up in the morning. I was like, hey. After I found <laughs> out that he puked on the... On the bathroom. I redecorated the bathroom. And he tossed it out of the window. Because I'm like, what is the floor apartment? Like, what is the bath mat? Then I was like, You don't want it. I'm like, hey, um, so you remember what we talked about last night? And he's like, Yeah, that we love each other. (laughs) 
I'm like, okay. And then we were so hungover so that love. we just picked up bagels and we were sleeping all, all right. day. Stephen Miller. <laughs> so no drama here. Very early on, Kevin confirms they're still married, mm-hmm. right? They're married, but Noi isn't sure if she's ready to be Noi Moi. She should. That sounds That's good. That's an awesome name. Freaking Embrace it. it. Embrace it. it. She kept her apartment. The least you can do is take mm-hmm. his name. I think it's a modern thing that women don't take the last names. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but for a different reason. Not because it's modern, but because I'm the last, I was the last one carrying my family's name. Yeah, the me, rest. I'll, I'll See, I, the rest are girls and they all got married and they all took different last names. But then I talked to my parents about it too. And it's very traditional in Czech that you do take the guy's last name. Sure. So I took your last name. And the same holds true here. I would be passing our last name down. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I like it. I like it because you want to have a family name. So if Steve and Noy, they want to have three kids, well, what are the kids' last names? The guy's, the guy's last name. Maybe. That's a tradition. Sure, but I, I just want, I like the team name. Like, let's have a family name. Let's have a team name. True, but I, I told you I'm going to use my old last name as our kid's middle name if we have any. All right. If not, we'll name the dog then. Go for it. <laughs> so we learn Steve and Noy, they did decide to move in together. We know there was talk about Mm -hmm. that. But like I said, Noi decided to keep her Mm -hmm. apartment, right? They do about six nights a week together in Steve's place. Mm -hmm. And then the other time Noi is at hers, I guess. How do you make that decision? I don't know. But in a way, I get it kind of. I think she's eventually, if they stay together... She will drop the apartment because it's yeah, just not it's sustainable. Always, especially in Boston. It's not sustainable. But Steven said, Steve said. Oh, getting formal. <laughs> Steve said, <laughs> it's not even that weird. Like, And I get it because you always, when you talk about something that's not happening, you get scared of the idea yeah. or you judge it. But once you live it, then you can say that you either hate it or you, you don't mind it. And he said, I don't actually mind it. Well, I get it. If it's like on Mexican night, we go to our separate mm-hmm. apartments, right? Oh, like if she, if Noi says, hey, like every, I don't know, Saturday, I want to have a girl's night or hang out with my family and friends. I'm just going to stay in my place. Sure. If she uses it as an escape mm-hmm. during a fight, that's the issue. You shouldn't have a place you can run away to. Yeah, no, they didn't fighting. make it sound like that. No, but I could see them fighting once a week. But that's if it's like, oh no, I need my privacy, I need my own bathroom, then sure, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But don't just get into an argument because Noi posted something on social media and then she runs mm-hmm. away and avoids the conversation. So they had three big issues the job, the social media, and then the living situation slash yes. kids, right? Yes. Two of the issues are no issues anymore. And the third one we living, didn't hear anything about. Living uh, and the job. So the job, Kevin turns to the job topic, and we hear that they made a compromise. And Steve now has a timeline when he'll need to find a job. And then Steve slyly caveats if they decide that's what needs to happen. Right. So we have this timeline. I need to find a job by 2023. 
if we decide I need to find a job. Well, this is what I think happened, right? And Steve said, yeah, like I have some some income here and there, some money on the side. I invested in crypto very early on. So I'm pretty sure that he, whatever his savings are, I think he yeah. showed it to Noi. Yes. And I'm sure it's big enough that she's now okay with it. She seemed very comfortable. Very comfortable. And so I'll take it back. And I never said, I, I never said, oh, Steve has no money. But I said, yeah, your money runs out. And if you want to stay relevant in his industry design or whatever it is, you need to stay current and and be working. Well, uh, design is his wannabe industry. Yeah. And from the way he said I invested early in crypto, he, he could have a very, very, very nice savings account. Mm-hmm. And I think Noy saw it. Yeah. And maybe he didn't want to show it to her before decision day, which I'm all for. It, yeah, it could very well be a million plus. Yeah. If he got in super early mm-hmm. in crypto. Well, whatever it is, she's happy with it. But in the same time, I get it. Like, he should do something. But maybe he is doing something. He has the website. He must be doing something. He's trying right? to do something. Yeah. So that. Because again, the argument in my mind was never, oh, he doesn't have the money. It was, I wouldn't want. To come home from work every day and see seeing you just sitting on the couch eating popcorn. I'd be like, do something. Don't you have, even if it's. I would be eating the popcorn. True. But even if it's like, oh, I'm painting or I'm following some well, he's passion. he's cleaning or, and cooking. Come on. Yeah, that's two hours a day. Oh, oh, oh. That takes longer. Going okay. to the supermarket. I When I clean, I clean for three plus hours. Well, you're not very efficient then. It's because you're drinking two and a half bottles of wine and dancing around with your AirPods in. True. Yes. True. But also, I cl- deep clean. Okay. Deep clean. But my job. point is, it's not it's not that you're not bringing money in. It's just, what are you doing with your life? Like, oh, I want you to do something. I totally agree. I could never be with someone who doesn't work. Yeah. Who makes excuses for it? If, exactly. If you are rich as fuck, still do something. Or Do don't, something. or don't, but be okay with that. If you and your wife are okay with, you guys just want to sit around and watch TV all day, that's fine. But Noi's clearly not okay with you just sitting around watching TV all day. I think that the relationship would fail because I think our jobs, whatever your job is, is a big part of who you are. Whether you like it or not, it's a big part of what you talk talk about with nah. your friends, with your significant nah. other. It is. It, yeah. it really is. Think I, about it. I disagree. Think about it. I disagree. No, I do agree. And imagine you take that out, and then one of the one of the one of the people you go to work, you meet people, you have these fun projects, you're working on things, or you dislike it. You made an asshole. Someone made your day miserable, and the other person is just so I went to the store and they ran out of rice. Yeah, I think what you're saying, I don't think you have conversations or any substantial conversations with your friends about work unless you guys work All in the same the industry. All the time. Yeah, but it, more important, it's it's what you're doing with that eight, nine, ten hours of your day. Remove that. Well, how are you going to fill that time? Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, it's a good way to spend your time is to go do something. I don't think... It's conversation fodder. True. I think it's life fodder. But you're right. I have different different friends. So with my Czech friends, I never talk about work because they don't, I don't think they even know what I do. Yeah. And I, it's hard for me to explain it, even though it shouldn't because, I mean, it's not 
crazy job. Yeah. But with some of my American friends, that's all we talk about. Mm. Okay. Anyway, let's add a little hot sauce to things because it's getting a little bland for me over here. Let's add a little hot sauce. Let's bring in Sriracha because we got to spice things up with Stephen Noy here. Sriracha looks like Little Mermaid. Yeah, I'm telling you, she looks good. She could confuse a lot of guys in a dark club. I mean, good makeup skills. I Very, wish I could. She's doing, she's doing it right. And she was confused over the job issue throughout the process. But I think Noi whispered into her ear how much Steve has in the bank. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I get it now. Yeah. She's and, good with it now. And she's just fine with Steve. She loves Noi. But what she you, apparently gained a lot of fame on social media. She's, she's living her best life embracing embracing this and journey. She's like, I'm not surprised. But, but what do you think of their marriage, Sriracha? If you could sum, if you could sum it up, what do you think of their marriage? Mm, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> Oh, Sriracha, tell us how you really feel. Well, and she makes a good point because they do, they do not know each other well still. Yeah. And they do see a, not a therapist, but a They see, cons- they see a they, counselor. Yeah, and here's what I. They go to counseling. Here's what I wonder. Because I think another couple brought it up. Maybe it was Katina and Elijah because they're the only other couple that's together at this point. I wonder if Maths hooks them up afterwards mm. and goes i know this was a crazy process this is unconventional if you guys think you want to speak to a counselor after this and we th- think you should here's who you should go see because i think yeah. i think they probably you go from having the experts or access to the experts and they probably just go and here you go now if you want to talk to someone sporadically uh, you mean the, the experts that literally went eh, there yeah, we had some success this season. So. Well, two couples. Okay. Two couples. Um, so then Sriracha leaves and we talk briefly about Noy's parents, how she got emotional when she was talking about her mom coming home from work every day. And Kevin asks if thinking about family and how much they fought, how hard they fought for the family, does that help your marriage? And Noy just goes, yeah, I think they put in so much work. We can too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's Stephen mm, Noy. That's Stephen I actually Noy. think they'll last. Okay. I think they will unless Steve loses all his money and doesn't want to work. Well, that's fair. That's true. Unless Because he... I don't think Noy wants to live in a van. No. Because Steve, let's say he did invest and that's how he made his money was investing. Well, he's, he's an investor and he might make a poor investment and he could lose all of, mm-hmm. all of his earnings. All right. Let's do it. Let's get it on the moment we've all been waiting for. Lindsay and Mark the Shark. MTS is a vibe. Ha ha. That's my note. That's you, you said that or someone else said I wrote it down. MTS is a vibe. Ha ha. And the shark emoji and a sneaker emoji. All right. How drunk was I? That about sums it up, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> No, as Kevin said, uh, there's a lot to talk about with mm-hmm. you guys. And I was getting mixed vibes. On one hand, I thought that they were still together. Yeah. But then Lindsay said something that I realized that they're not. She so, said, okay, I just want to be completely transparent. Okay. Because we told you guys we didn't watch it Wednesday night. And so I opened up social media ah! and I saw one post about... 
Mark and Lindsay separating, and I immediately threw my phone on the ground, and I said, Teresa, I just got a spoiler. And Teresa said, well, you have to tell me now, so we'll be on the same Yeah, page. but the way you said it, you said they may not be together. You didn't tell me. I didn't me. want to give you anything. Yeah, better. so I was still not fully knowing. I honestly thought that they would not end up together. Oh, yeah. But then Lindsay said, yeah, I loved Mark mm -hmm. on the honeymoon. Well, okay, because they were talking about the honeymoon, and they show the footage, and Lindsay's like, I was really proud to call him my husband. And Mark goes, yeah, it was really natural. It flowed, it clicked. And Kevin goes, but there were some points where, Lindsay, you said you were out. You, you said you were done. Was that a mistake? And so Lindsay is talking in the past about the honeymoon. And yes, I loved him. But I had a hard time understanding who the real Mark Deschamps mm -hmm. was. Because apparently the Mark the Shark on the camera is this nice guy. It's Mark the Shark. It's MTS. It's MTS, but off the camera. He's always on his phone. Always on his phone. <laughs> he's, he's always, which is a shame to always be on your phone and only get he's 15 likes. He's fishing on the social hey! media. And only get 15 likes. He'll get there. MTS will get there. Support Mark the Shark. Support Mark the Shark. Yeah, so there was this dual personality. There was... Mark, and then there was Mark Deschamps. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. And Mark was like, yeah, in the beginning I was on my phone, but then I saw it bothered you, so I stayed off. I made an effort to stay off the phone. Right? That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. So he recognized Lindsay was a big personality early on. When she was hammered. Show us more of that Hammered wedding. Show, the us the, wedding. <laughs> show us the footage that got cut and left on the editing room floor of Lindsay probably stumbling all over that wedding. Not that I've never seen it on maths. I've never seen it, period. Someone that intoxicated. When walking down the aisle. Yes. Before walking down the aisle. Okay. Yes. We Crawling all down shot. the aisle. Yes. Yes. When I was getting ready to get to walk down the aisle, I had a glass right before Jen and I were doing <laughs> shots. Sure. Sure. We did a shot during our well, ceremony. We did, yeah. I had a, not, not doing shot. I had a drink right before walking down the aisle. It was my head of a dog from the night before. We had one drink. That's what I'm saying. One drink, yeah. But that's what nerves. I'm saying. One drink to calm down. And not to calm our nerves about getting married. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. We had written our own vows. And so we were going to, it was a little bit of a performance. Yes. And also, our aisle was like five miles long. So yes. it took a while to get that, and I well, was getting a lot of anxiety about it, and yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. Anyways, yes. I we had a drink before, or two, and many after, and then a shot after. We say I do because it's kind of a Czech tradition, and then we were drinking when everyone else was drinking. Yeah, not. <laughs> in my, yeah, I, I don't think I anyone. Even I don't imagine think if someone gets so hammered. Before you walk down the aisle, so visibly hammered. None of the guests were able to do a champagne toast at Lindsay and Mock's wedding because she had drank all the bottles. Oh, no champagne <laughs> available. The champagne was dry. It would run dry by that point. But yes, Mark realized she was a big personality mm -hmm. when she was rolling all over the bench after they were so married. So drunk. And she was wasted saying, well, you could let your cats leave, I guess. We don't need this many cats. There's a lot for Mark in that <laughs> moment, but he powered through. He's He stuck through and... They were, they had their ups and their downs, right? Yes. 
So, so Kevin asks the question, are you still Mrs. MTS? And Lindsay, absolutely not. I love how she says it like it was her decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely not. To mock this shit, absolutely not. And Kevin's like, okay, well, what happened? And Lindsay again, where do we even begin? How long is this special, Kevin? Is this a two-potter? Is this going to be a two-potter? Where do we begin? And again, the outfit. She's wearing bright pink dress, one shoulder. And Mark the Shark is just the vibe. With a pack of cigarettes shoved into her. Mine is the vest. Mine is the vest. What was the vest? Lose the vest. I I hate the vest. I think it holds your belly in. It's like the U vest. Yeah, it holds your belly in. I don't know what. No, he looked good. He didn't even have his down 40 pounds. No, he he looked great. The blue suit. The U was a Sneakers. Nah. Yeah, again, no they did not needed. match. No vest. You know why they didn't match? Because they're, they're not, not together. together. Exactly. I've learned. I can follow exactly. the pattern. Pattern recognition over here. All right. So apparently they worked on fixing up the house together after decision day. That was the the compromise. Lindsay was going to move in mm-hmm. to Mark's grandmother's or mother's. Mm-hmm. We still don't know whose house it was. And after it was all fixed up. And Lindsay, Lindsay rented her new apartment, or I mean her old apartment. Mark the Shark said it's not going to work. And he was threatening her to change the locks. Well, I mean, I would too, for my own safety. I would mm-hmm. not trust Lindsay in the middle of the night. Yeah, me neither. Creeping in. But yeah, they, they started fighting a lot. The worst fights of Mark's life, according to him. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay says he was questioning if he really wanted to be with her. As they were moving in to the house, right? Mark doesn't totally agree with everything Lindsay says Mm -hmm. because he's like, when you tell a story, you don't tell it accurately, correctly, or the right context. Which I think it's true from what we've seen. Yeah, she's hyperbolic. Mm -hmm. I think everything she says, she her personality is large. I think she likes to make her stories large. Mm -hmm. And Lindsay got mad at Mark for being on Instagram. And Ooh. and would pick fights, I guess. And Mark says, I don't do well with confrontation. I was picked on. I was bullied as a kid. As a baby shark. As a baby shark. And Kevin's like, Lindsay, you do realize you're a fire starter. You'll, you'll burn down the house. Is that fair to Mark? And she knows. She knows. Oh, yeah. She knows. And Lindsay goes, yeah. I said in my matchmaking... I needed a strong man. And I got that in Mark. And before decision day, he said, we're not breaking up the family. I didn't. The cats. The whole family. The the MTS family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she goes, I didn't realize that was just for the seven days he used me to finish up his three family home. (laughs) Okay, let me take a, let me take a sip of beer because. Are you going to read? What follows next? What follows next, Teresa? is my absolute, without a doubt, unquestionably, my favorite part of not even this season of maths, but of any season of maths. Let me right, take, take let me, a sip and take it because I only have a few notes because okay. my eyeballs were on the floor and I was also laughing a lot. Lindsay says, I think she liked that letter to herself exercise that they Mm -hmm. did a few episodes ago. Lindsay says she wrote down what she wanted to say so she could get it out right. 
Okay. So here's what she wrote down. It's always in my heart's desire that when I leave a work situation or a friendship that I make it better. I truly believe I made your life better. I was able to support you through your job loss, help you finish your three-family home, and leave it in better shape than it's been in years. I cleared out two generations of clutter. I helped support you in your loss of home and pet. And helped... (laughs) Just the greatest hits. I helped you pursue new jobs where you're now earning the highest salary of your life. I gave you the Lindsay effect and the Lindsay magic. I'm curious what the difference between the two of those Mm -hmm. are, but okay. I was Um, thinking the same. I can't say my life is better for knowing you. And I don't think you brought much to the table because you aren't other focused. I'm glad the magic of Lindsay. Now it's the magic of Lindsay, not the Lindsay magic. (laughs) I'm glad the magic of Lindsay was given to you. And I hope you can take that and be generous to someone else because it's through giving that we actually receive. (laughs) I could write a dissertation. Psychology 101 on this letter. Just like she, how good does she think she is that she's giving the Lindsay effect, the Lindsay magic, and so good that he can now pass on that Mm -hmm. magic to somebody. It's the gift that keeps on giving, Teresa. He did not bring anything to the table. The my second favorite part when he goes, Well, I didn't know we were writing things. (laughs) (laughs) I I genuinely like Mark the Shark. I think he could be our friend. Let me just let me just highlight that because she wrote this down so she could get it out right. So no excuses. This is what she wanted to say. Mm-hmm. This is not like heat of the moment. I just no. went off the dome and just said things I wish I could take back. This is what she wanted mm-hmm. to say. Crazy. Crazy. This is where I go, wait, is she worse than Alyssa? No, she's not, but... But I, I actually believe that she has issues. That Lindsay does I think so. have and we've touched on it. Personal issues. Yes, I don't want to get back to it. I don't think Alyssa does from what we've seen. Who knows? But again, I Who don't knows? know. But I think Lindsay does. So Mark hears all that and says the negativity, the fights, it's always gonna outweigh where the relationship could have gone. These fights, they blew up what we could have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine living with the person who wrote that letter. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. a real person that Mark lived with for months. I think Mark should just be relieved at this point. Yeah. And I'm sure he is because Lindsay's not done. Oh, my God. She said, Kevin's asking, so what's going <laughs> on? What's next for you? What's and Lindsay's like, I took a fantastic job in Palo Alto, California. Fantastic. And I'm just going to be focusing on Lindsay. I'm dating and, you know, I I like intellectual people. I really value. Yeah, I really value I intellectual people. I really value people. intellect. Yeah. And so Kevin is like, okay, isn't this, it was a dick. Well, they get Mark. So she, the full thing she said was, I really value intellect. And there are a great amount of those people in Palo Alto and the Bay Area. Better picking for a man. And that's when Kevin goes, do you realize that was a little mm-hmm. dig at Mark? Are you saying he doesn't have intellect? And Lindsay goes, no, he he does not have intellect. Also, shitting on Boston yeah, Metro thank you, and Ter- New York Metro. Thank you, Teresa. 
As like, someone who went to school in Boston. Two great cities. Not that I want to live in any of you lived in New York. You lived in Boston. But great cities with ve- Harvard. Didn't go there. No, but Harvard. MIT. Yeah. Didn't go there. Like, there's so Tough, many smart. Tufts. Did not so go many there either. Smart people in the Boston, yeah. New York area. No, just so Boston. Stop saying New York. It's it's hours away. Let's just narrow down to Boston. <laughs> right, Boston. To, yes, so we can, Harvard, shit on, so MIT, we can take an sure. extra large shit on Lindsay because this is not a Boston problem. This is a Lindsay problem. Okay. And sure. And yeah, I get it. Palo Alto. You have all the big tech firms like That's Facebook and That's Google about. and. Yeah, she's, she doesn't like creativity. She likes intellectuals. Well, also, go back to Boston. A lot of engineers in Boston, too. Yeah, she said she slept a lot with of like engineering a mall or firms. So. She slept with a mall or something. Yeah, because they are so intellectual. So what happened? Because they're so intellectual, they all left. What do you mean? Left Lindsay? Yeah. Right, they were smart enough to leave Lindsay. Yeah, and Lindsay. so was Mark. So actually, yes. Mark is intellectual, Mark Lindsay. Mark is very smart. Very smart. smart. It's a smart shark. Smart the shark. Smart the shark. Very smart. Yeah. So speaking of Lindsay's dating life, she's been dating. Mm-hmm. She met a really romantic, generous guy who's super smart. And she really enjoyed their company. Such a dumb thing to say. Just, I really enjoyed their company. Like, that's what you think you have to say as an intellectual. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, we had a great time together. I really enjoyed his company. Mm-hmm. Oh, you shut your mouth, Lindsay. And Enough. she has no desire to be friends with Marta Shark. No. Which I think he's okay with. I think he's okay. He's doing fine. He just passed yeah. the firefighter test. Mm-hmm. He's because he's probably used to having to put out fires that Lindsay has started. <laughs> so I can. He, he, they just gave him his certification. You know what's certification. funny? If you showed me Marta Shark, just the way he looks and the way he talks the about things. The way he things, talks, yeah. I would be like, you're a Boston dude, you, you are a fireman. You're a Boston firefighter. Like he looks like it. He talks yeah. like it. I think he's a nice dude. He loves helping people and yeah. he gets matched with Lindsay. Yeah. Oh, that, I'm telling you, that letter that Lindsay wrote. Out of Maybe control. my favorite reality TV moment of all time. Loved it. Forget Gino's hat removal. Oh, that was good here. Forget, forget, give me my red makeup bag. What's the, that? And Fisa and, and George. I forgot. Yeah. That letter, those words, the sentences she strung together, and then the way she read it. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Perfection. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. So worth the weight of this episode. I was there when you lost your home and pet. And then she's like, <laughs> I helped you find a new job where you're earning the highest salary of your entire life. It's like, it was a presentation. I was surprised she didn't have a laser pointer. All the cats would probably go crazy. That's why she didn't whip it out. But it was, un- <laughs> it was unbelievable. Ah, Jonathan, let me smile. <laughs> my beer. Yes, please do. My boy, my beer. Okay. All right. Woo-wee! Said it all. And there's a part two. I know. Somehow. Which... Somehow. These experts are going to be involved with a group, which I'm yes. excited. I think it's going to be hope, tough to podcast about. Yeah. But I hope we'll, there's we'll a sequel. I hope there's a sequel to Lindsay's letter. Oh, my gosh. So good. All I right. I hope they, they'll microanalyze it. Oh, so good. Okay. What an episode. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Whew. Part two is next. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It is a good time over there. Message us. Let us know your thoughts. 
Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Lindsay's letter. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left them, please do. You can rate on Spotify. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We read the the five-star reviews on the main podcast Monday nights. So please, if you haven't left one, please do that. Thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. I've said it all. You said, said it, all. it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.